to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's time for Hitting the Hardwood here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket, our dedicated segment toward the NBA. We had to uh, we had to punt yesterday on Hitting the Hardwood because uh, we had the, the breaking Derek Walker news. So we'll bring it back today. We'll talk some NBA for you NBA fans out there. I did want to bring up some news, though, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of going on here. A lot of people expected Caitlin Clark, the Iowa um, player, to win the women's basketball uh, player of the year, but instead they they went with Aaliyah Boston of South, uh, excuse me, South Carolina, who's got her team in the Final Four. So that's somewhat understandable, I suppose. Uh, she averaged 16.8 points per game, but it's still, uh, it still seems like Caitlin Clark, at least from from when we were watching her. I mean, Nebraska um, had a great season, um, but they just could not keep up with Caitlin Clark, and that was not a Nebraska problem. That yeah. was an everybody problem. So I can't wait to see, yeah. uh, you know, as, as her career goes on, um, you know, kind of what happens. So I was kind of surprised to see she didn't win that award yeah i mean she had a tremendous career she was very consistent she is a beast i mean she was very tough i just uh i just i just didn't know how deep they can run because i think outside of her uh they were just average you know they weren't like you know super super talented i mean you look at some of those girls uh out there with louisville and south carolina and then obviously yukon um, you know, Notre Dame, you know, a lot of those teams, they're, they're, they're very stout and especially on the in, inside, uh, they're very long. And so it makes it pretty tough once you put quickness and length against them and you, you can definitely blitz her and double team her. So yeah, it, it, it I, I don't, I don't see, I understand how, uh, South Carolina, she would have at, at South Carolina would have won that being that they went to the final four. Yeah. They're, they're in the final four. So, and you know, they've yeah. got, they've got Louisville coming up, UConn and Stanford also in the final four on the women's side. Um, but just when you look at it, the award, I mean, Aaliyah Boston averaged uh, close to 17 points per game, leading the Gamecocks there. Granted, like you said, the, the Iowa Hawkeye they're team, the, the Iowa Hawkeye team is nowhere close to that, but Caitlin yeah. Clark averaged 27, eight and eight. Um, and, yeah. and so I don't know if it should be a team award or not, um, but uh, it was just amazing to see what she was did. Of course, that ended in dramatic fashion when Creighton beat them in the NCAA tournament. So uh, that was kind of cool. Um, uh, see if they, the, the other bit of news that I had for the NBA right now as we're, as we're talking ba- uh, basketball here on hitting the hardwood uh, is that according to ESPN, they kind of they reached out to the 76ers and the Celtics uh, who won't confirm whether their team uh, is fully vaccinated or not. Why that matters? Uh, well, it's not it's new, not New York anymore. It's it's Toronto. Toronto, you still uh, might not be able to to play in those playoff series uh, if you have players that aren't vaccinated. So um, as we get closer to the playoffs, that's certainly interesting. Toronto not probably not expected to knock off either of those teams, but um, you know you kind of wonder minus a few players if that those series could be a little more interesting than to be expected. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, I don't even want to touch that. I think that is the most idiotic thing that's still going on right now. But, you know, that's a different country. So at the end of the day, you know, lose money, whatever, figure it out. I, you know, I don't know. Just, it, that part is just absolutely stupid to me. But 
Okay. Yeah, it's it, it's certainly interesting. The Heat and Bucks, uh, <laughs> by the way, confirmed they're fully vaccinated, so they won't have a problem if they end up matching up uh, with Toronto. And the Celtics are kind of an interesting situation where their star defensive player and, and center Robert Williams probably won't be back until the second round um, because of an injury he has sustained recently, and he's he's been a big part of their defense, which has led them on that comeback. And uh, so you know that first round is is interesting. They're already minus Robert Williams, uh, likely. Uh, we'll see what the yeah. timeline on that, but. Uh, that, that could get interesting there. Uh, more interesting, maybe, is the fact that reality is starting to set in in La La Land, the Los Angeles Lakers. We've been talking about it all year and wondering maybe if it would come to this. The Lakers are on the outside looking in at a playoff game uh, as they look to try to get to that 10 seed. I believe the Spurs took over that position uh, from them recently. The other part of it is uh, the Lakers, as far as those teams contending to try to get into the playoffs, um, have the most difficult schedule remaining. They're 31 and 44 for what it's worth. So it's kind of silly to me to begin with, you know, that they've expanded it to 10. I like the play in games, but it doesn't really make sense um, that, for example, Minnesota is going to have to play a play in game. They're for likely they're 43 and 33, and they're going to have to play a, a play in game. against a 31 and 44 team. You know, and obviously there's a few more games right. left, but that sort of separation makes it kind of silly. And, and I guess you would say just, you know, the Timberwolves should win that game. But if you're the Lakers, you know, AD's apparently ready to come back for injury. They can make this final push. LeBron rolled his ankle. He's, he might be the, you know, the scoring leader this year. Um, I've seen the idea out there to maybe not push these guys understand that whether you make a playoff game or, you know, the play-in game or not, you're not going to win the championship this year. Maybe do what's best for the long term, not risk more of an injury on behalf of either one of your stars and try to rebuild from there. Um, but, of course, the bigger problem is um, – they don't. They don't have a whole lot of flexibility in rebuilding. They're going to need to find a trade partner for Russell Westbrook, which is going to be difficult. So you might have to throw AD uh, out. And how how tempting is he going to be to other teams now with his in injury history? Um, they're in a mess. But if if you're the Lakers, do you, is it is it make the play on game? Is it you know risk injury for the ten seed at all costs to you? Well, at this point, you know. They're, they're eyeing a comeback. They're maybe going to try to evaluate AD and see what uh, he has left in the tank. And, and, and you know, Antoine Walker made a, a, a very good point. A lot of people have been killing him over it. But once it got really ugly and it got nasty, you know, they were talking about get move, move Davis. you got to try to acquire some pieces because you gave up a treasure trove of valuable assets to acquire him, the Russell Westbrook deal, and just giving players away and you really don't have no assets. So uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to venture to say that LeBron James, uh, did he get injured? Uh, I mean, I know, I know what happened, but how bad really is it? I just personally don't think he wanted that Luka Doncic smoke. I don't think he wanted <laughs> to get them ankles broke, but uh, so he definitely did the right thing of staying out of, out of Luka's way uh, in this, but yeah, they have, they have the, one of the top three, uh, records against the tough opponents. I mean, they face Utah on March 20, uh, March 31st, Phoenix on April 5th. Then they follow that up uh, two days later with Golden State and then Denver, who's still a beast out My there. Goodness. It's, it's, it's a tough matchup. That's who they got going. Uh, that's who they got to face. That's who they got to look forward to. So at the end of the day, a couple of them you throw in there, you know, um, you know, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just, it don't look very... 
uh, uh, plyo for, uh, you know, it doesn't look good for him, so to speak. So at the end of the day, do you turn it in? Uh, I think still they're going to have a tough go at moving Westbrook, even for a year. Um, not unless somebody who is trying to rebuild. You know, what assets are you going to give up, right? Even though you're going to get that salary back, what assets are you going to oh, be yeah. able to give up? Do you want to give up Draft for picks that? galore. You know what I mean? Now, if you're just a total rebuild team and you like that salary that you're going to be able to unload, maybe you take a chance. You've got a player, a couple players on there that you're not very happy with. And you want to unload to maybe get draft or, but they really don't have no assets. They gave them all away. So that's going to be a problem. AD is somebody that you could probably get, but he's got a tremendous salary also that you want to, you're going to have to take on. And he hasn't been very durable. So uh, a lot of people think that everybody should look towards Indiana and try to throw people over to them and, See if you can pull something out, but it's going to, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and, it, and it's almost like, you know, without. Or blow it up and get rid of LeBron, too. I was going to say, that's got to almost got to kind of creep in your head um, because uh, for what it's worth on Thursday, their next game, uh, he's out. LeBron's out. Um, AD is doubtful. So the, the stretch run that they're going to make, it, it looks very unpromising. Um, and they're just in this bind. And you wonder. And I don't know if we'll know this if the LeBron James experiment in LA was worth it. Now it'll be I've been there four years, not made the playoffs twice. Obviously, won the bubble championship. So ultimately, bringing a championship home, tying the Celtics all time. <laughs> well, but it's 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 it, that's that was the goal, I suppose. But it might be at the expense of my goodness. Maybe you know at least two years already of missing the playoffs. Maybe they get in with this, but I, I basically this is basically missing the playoffs. And then next year doesn't look any better. They're in such a mess that maybe the next two to three years, it's going to be hard to see them rebuilding. I think I think their only way out of it is maybe to get some sort of assets out of LeBron because you can. You would think you'd still be able to get something from him, but he's got the no trade clause. He's got the business in L.A. What a mess! <laughs> you hey, as my as the late great Bernie Mac would say. Trouble, trouble. <laughs> that is right. Oh, man. A lot of trouble. Uh, that somebody... was on the movie Life. I'm a movie buff. So oh, Life was great. I do love that one. Life was a great movie, man. He said, trouble, trouble. <laughs> they, they are in trouble. Off the text line, Thunder Collins. Not that Thunder Collins, but somebody else that wants to be called Thunder Collins says, the day they signed LeBron, this was inevitable. This is what happens everywhere he has gone. The franchise Facts. does what he wants and then gets left with nothing. And that looks like it's going to happen again. Um, but at least the last few times that the franchise has got some titles out of it, so uh, at least one. <laughs> so the Lakers got their title out of it. Hopefully it's worth it. Uh, not going to be selling too many tickets, uh, or it's going to be difficult to sell tickets over the next couple of years. Uh, that'll wrap it up for On the Block. Up Coming up next, uh, Ticket Weeknights returns uh, with Teammates Mentoring Hour. Nick Sainert is going to be dropping in to do that, so that's what you have to look forward to. Uh, on the Block, we'll be back tomorrow.